0: Going until we start getting into a cycle of rain again, and I think we'll all be better off.
1: That's true, I, and I've heard we uh, speak with Ryan Jenkins sometimes. He has Jenkins Farms and yes. uh, Jay Florida, and he was saying the same thing because we haven't had that rain that it just, and that's what they need for the peanuts. Exactly, it just soaks in, and right. of course that's what you would need. It, I
0: belong to a group of um, citizens, if you will, mm-hmm. that um, we meet a couple times a month, and we have different speakers and. Ryan Jenkins is going to be our speaker in a month or so. Oh, wow. And I'll so look forward to that. I've never met Ryan Jenkins, um, but I hear he is really an interesting guy and he- knows all about the agriculture in the northern part of the county, which I think sometimes, Candy, is overlooked insofar as our economic development and that oh, type of thing. Oh, the north end of the
1: county, absolutely. It's sure. a huge business oh, up there. Oh, it's absolutely. And a lot of us, north of Scambia is phenomenal, it. sure. What they
0: grow and how they produce it and how they distribute it, how they sell it and all that. So I look forward to hearing from Ryan Jenkins. I think that's going to be fun.
1: We have him on. He had mentioned the one thing that kind of struck me, just funny. Uh, his son drives the nut buggy. That's what they get to pick up the peanuts in. Oh, really? Yeah, not, not That's <laughs> what I got from everything that he tells us about the horticulture. But I was like, not buggy. It's a good band name. Uh, we are getting texts. It's oh, funny. God. Yeah. And uh, Mayor Wiggins said, oh, we have so many messages. And I this is the first time I've learned how to open them. Uh-huh. Like today, just now with you. So congratulations to you. Um, how can we uh, trim split leaf philodendrons to uh, grow larger than we like?
0: That's, that's an interesting question insofar as how to get them to grow bigger. Right. Um, if, if these split-leaf philodendrons are outside, um, you've got a couple of issues. One, you've got cold weather issues. If it just gets really, really cold, they, it could do them in. But a lot of the um, elephant ears and philodendrons outside, mm. of course, will die back in the winter. Sometimes, well, most of the elephant ears will come back. Split-leaf philodendrons. Um, maybe not so much because they are very susceptible to the cold. But if they do come back, the secret to, I think, the philodendron growth is water. I think they like a lot of water and, of course, a good fertilizer. You can take that fertilizer mm-hmm. that you are going to put on your yard for the winter, the winterizer fertilizer that has no weed killer in it. You don't want any weed killer in it, obviously. Um, but you could put that on your split-leaf philodendron um in the fall and in the spring mm-hmm. so a little fertilizer and a lot of water i think is the way to do it now if they die back obviously in the winter if they're outside mm-hmm. um you're gonna have to probably if we have a cold winter probably cut them maybe all the way back but they'll, they will you can trim them all the way back all the way back but they they sometimes they'll come back it just depends on how cold it's gonna oh, sure. Get. and if this plant is um inside somewhere then i think it's the water and the fertilizer that's going to make the difference okay
1: Right. We have a horticulture, uh, a fall garden festival. It uh, looks like volunteers for demonstrations, uh, giveaways at Saturday, October 6th on Stefani Road uh, in Cantonment. It looks like a, at 11 o'clock. No, I'm sorry. That's
0: probably the County Extension Service office because that's on Stefani Road, right off Nine Mile Road. Oh, neat. Okay. Yeah, 3740 yeah, the Stefani yeah. Road, and, and this and is, w- okay, 830 I, to 11. And I don't think I text said it, but I would wager that the master gardeners have a hand in that. The Master Gardeners. Yep,
1: Master Gardener volunteers.
0: Exactly, because the Master Gardeners is a fabulous program. If you, and I think a lot of our listeners know this, but if you're a real hands-on gardener and want to learn more about horticulture in Northwest Florida, and also just like this, to volunteer, um, to kind of educate, if you will, the public, my goodness, um, the Master Gardener program is for you. They do a great job. It's right off. If you go, if you're going west on nine mile road take a right on stefani road Mm -hmm. go about half a mile and all that is right on your right there it's a big complex of buildings it's that and they do great work and of course the they are your that's your taxpayer money at work sure um if you've got a a horticultural question you're just scratching your head and and we don't know the answer here on the garden line (laughs) um call them they'll they'll answer that's what they're there for (laughs) is to answer your questions and um they are good at it our good friend carol lord um, who has been on our show many times here, um, was the person there. She was the go-to person at the county extension service for, insofar as questions and answers. And, um, she's been on our show. She's great when she's here, she retired and, um, but uh, I think she enjoys coming on the radio with us and, oh, nice. and getting back I'm to answering some questions. <laughs> anyway, the point is they do great work at the County mm-hmm. Extension Service, and this looks like a fun event.
1: It does. It does. Somebody had texted that in, and uh, the philodendron said, okay, they've gotten too high. How do we trim them back?
0: Well, I think you I think probably just cut them back. Just cut them back. You know, you're going to have to.
1: Can Atlanta, you cut below the leaf yeah, and oh, it sure. just uh, pops back up? Well,
0: and if, yeah, if you cut them way back, they'll come back. You know, they will come back. But you know, put wow. on new growth. Mm-hmm. But um, quite frankly, I think for the most part, most people let them go. Just let them go. You know, as long sure. as they'll go. And if they freeze, if they're outside and they freeze back, you know, cut them all the way back and let them come back. But for the most part, I think most people are, are not that interested in pruning them, just enjoying them.
2: Yeah,
1: well, they are beautiful, yeah, and uh, no uh, yeah, no about it. Yeah, so just cut them. There's your answer. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, oh gosh, I was trying to think what what the text number is, but I'll find out. When we come back,
3: <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. sorry. Yeah, yeah we take the a break. traffic
1: lines two six two six one one one. Sorry, that's the only number I get. It is nine sixteen, and we are with uh, Garden Line with Mike Wiggins, and we'll return right after this. Finding a landscaper that will actually call you back? Check. Finding one that offers high-end designs complemented with 3D walkthrough designs and 2D renderings? Check. Finding a great landscaper that can also execute beautiful landscape and hardscape designs? Check. Finding one that knows how to erect outdoor pergolas, fences, patios, and kitchens? Check! Finding the right landscaper that also offers irrigation services? Check!
0: Hi, this is Paul with Blue Sky Landscapes. Call us today for a free quote and check out our work at blueskypensacola.com.
1: News Radio 92.3 AM 1620 is accepting applications for employment. Periodically, we have openings in sales, business, news, promotions, engineering, production, and programming. We'll keep your application for consideration when such an opening occurs. We also provide internships for qualified students. Apply online at radio Radio 92.3 or at our studios at 7251 Plantation Road between 8.30 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. ADX Communications is an equal opportunity employer.
4: Join the Great Southern Restaurant Group, home to the Fish House, Atlas, Jackson's, Angelina's, and Five Sisters. Tomorrow on the Pensacola Expert Panel at 9, when they'll discuss jazz at Jackson's, cooking classes, Rosh Hashanah, the whole hog supper club at Angelina's, and sushi coming back to the Fish House. That's all tomorrow at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel with the Great Southern Restaurant Group.
2: The Pensacola
4: Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio ninety two three AM 1620.
1: Hey, it's News Radio 923's Bobby
0: Rossi. It's hurricane season, we're ready with informative, local, and dependable coverage. Our storm experience news team will be here for you with breaking information, including reports from both Escambia and Santa Rosa County
4: Emergency Operations Centers, live press conferences, and interviews with officials with comprehensive and accurate coverage. Along with our TV partners over at WEAR Channel 3, we'll help you through the storm. News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable.
2: This is Paul Epstein with Running Wild. Join me tomorrow at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Discover why we at Running Wild are the running and fitness experts in the Pensacola and Fairhope communities specializing in fitting you in the best shoe, apparel, and training for your unique needs. We pride ourselves on serving, training, and encouraging you to reach your goals. So bring your questions tomorrow at 10.
4: The Pensacola Expert Panel 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923 AM 1620.
2: Hey, I'm Bobby Rossi from News Radio 923.
0: This is your last chance to join our listener advisory board. There's no meeting to attend, we just need your opinion. Go to newsradio923.com to register.
2: Be happy.
1: See? Don't worry, oh, be happy. How about that? That's right. That? It's a good news choice. News Radio 92 3 a.m. 1620, and we're with Mike Wiggins this morning. We are doing garden talk, garden line, both. Garden, garden line, garden talk. We're talking gardens. We're talking gardens. <laughs> we're talking gardens. <laughs> That's right. And the, exactly. the uh, number is 850 uh, 1620, and you can text that in. Uh, we got a text new to the area and wanting to start flowers this fall, planting and vegetable gardens in the spring. Where can I find good bulk topsoil and compost? Werner has been out. Uh, even if I have to drive to the outer parts, uh, outer parts of the county. Well, I yeah, I, was,
0: I was gonna isn't that funny? I was gonna send them to Warner. To, they're great.
1: Um, who's yeah? They're phenomenal. You know who who really
0: do do a good job. Talk to Larry at Pensacola Seed and Garden. He's out on Mobile Highway. I've um, been around a long time, and I think he can guide you to the right folks where you can do that. Now keep in mind. If you're going to do a vegetable garden or a flower garden and you're new to Pensacola, there's another way to do this. Um, A lot of things will grow in our sand, but they need amendments to the sand. Um, And that one very important ingredient, which we talk about all the time is Canadian sphagnum peat moss. So in other words, if you've got a area in your yard, you want to grow a vegetable garden. If you will put Canadian sphagnum peat moss, Mm -hmm. a little bit of lime, small amount of fertilizer, and turn all of that in, say, six to eight inches, rake it smooth, you pretty much have got what you need in order to grow things here in Pensacola. Mm. Um, You just need that organic material in there because our sand um, just won't sustain a lot of the plants that we want to plant. But that peat moss will um, hold moisture, Mm -hmm. if you will, add the organic material Obviously, the limestone will raise the pH in the soil, which our, many of our plants like, a little higher pH. And, of course, the fertilizer is going to help give them, get them started. So that's what I would do um, unless you really do want to buy some, some topsoil. I don't think you really have to do that. No, you, and you can I take a
1: sample of your soil down to Larry, too. He'll test the pH for you.
0: That, that's exactly right. <laughs> and going back to the county extension service, you can take right. samples to them also. That's right. They'll send them off, and you'll get this enormous report And Werner's has got a soil testing um, procedure Mm -hmm. that they have there, too. Um, And I think you could even check that out if that's a convenient place for you. (laughs) So um, you can get your, your soil tested if you want. But generally, we know we have sand. We have a relatively low pH. So we've got to correct that. Canadian sphagnum peat moss and limestone generally will do that. That's great. So that's 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 what I would if I was new to Pensacola mm-hmm. and was going to start that's kind of where I'd start.
1: What was the first plant you decided to grow? What made you love gardening?
0: Well, you know, it was it's uh, I was in a, a family business, you know, for years and oh, years and, and years. I and I knew that that's yeah, for, where it for started. Years, I didn't oh, know your family did it before. Oh, a long time before. Oh, oh yeah. okay. Back and back way back into when I was just a little one, which Oh, was okay. Decades ago, obviously. Um, yeah, I, and I, I, I kind of grew into it. Mm-hmm. No, there are a lot of the businesses we did that, uh, you know, like our spray service the type thing that, that I did start. But as um, far as the nursery and garden center, wow. no, that was that was a family business. It was a family business back way back when I was smaller that catered to the agricultural community, sure. to the farmers. But it just evolved into a um, residential urban mm-hmm. garden center and um, we um, we had so many a good years doing that i was going to say i bought many fun. plants there oh, and, it was so and pottery. was yeah, so much fun so much fun it was it was a great business and um and um and dad started that business um golly, back in the i'd say back in the 50s wow back in the 50s yeah and um so he um, he left quite a, a legacy that's so great. far as um horticulture in Pensacola
1: That's amazing. Oh,
0: it's fun. It's fun to talk about. Oh. Matter of fact, I I see people all the time, you know, that that want to kind of reminisce about all those days. Mm -hmm. And I love doing doing that. Everybody's
1: favorite place. (laughs) People people
0: say, I bought a bunch of flowers from you, Mike. I said, well, thank you very much. You sent my children to college. (laughs) That's (laughs) right. Right. (laughs) I really appreciate it.
1: Uh, Well, we're going to return and uh, you're with us for the whole hour. Is that right? I I am. Okay. Great. (laughs) Good to know. Um, One of the things that we were going to talk about is palm trees.
0: Yes, yes, I found some interesting information, um, and very timely also, um, about why palm trees survive hurricanes. And we've all seen the pictures from Fort Myers and such. As oh, and, my gosh. And, and, and we a just a have to tragedy. stop right there and say, you know, God bless those people down there. Absolutely. That's oh, how you feel for them. What utter devastation. And so many of those folks, you know, what do... I do now you know after all of that absolutely and, and you just really feel for them keep in mind that we've kind of been there absolutely Hurricane I mean, Ivan we've, we've you, had everything except you remember, volcanic lava exactly you remember that one well. <laughs> I remember Ivan yeah oh my goodness
1: well, we'll talk palm trees right after this let's do it alright it's 925
0: hi I'm Mansfield Co.
4: from Pensacola Hardware we are your best local and regional resource for industrial construction and hardware supplies daily we meet the needs of Pensacola's construction companies providing superb knowledge and co-compliant products we specialize in concrete and masonry tools fall protection products and tools and supplies for the hvac mechanical plumbing electrical and glass trays give us the opportunity to show you why we are pensacola's oldest and best hardware and construction supply company pensacola hardware 20 east gregory street downtown
3: this Thursday at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel, Mary Riker of WSRE-PBS talks about the 32nd Wine and Food Classic as she'll be discussing
4: how local chefs will contribute their time and resources to support public television during a weekend of
3: culinary events. Hear what WSRE-PBS serves up this Thursday at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel.
4: The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio ninety two three AM 1620. When your A.C. isn't cooling like it used to, or you're interested in saving on your electric bill by upgrading to a new unit from American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, give Air Design a call. We can help you get the most out of your current system with preventive maintenance. You'll breathe easier with duct cleaning services by a NADCA certified company. You can always count on us for honest upfront pricing.
2: When you need an honest heating and cooling expert who's committed to doing the job right. Call 202
4: Cool, night or day. Air Design Systems is on the way. Are you ready to reap the amazing benefits of becoming an engaged and empowered leader for the betterment of your personal and professional success? Consider applying for the inaugural class of Leadership Northwest Florida. This is a regional program built on the foundation of community, content, and connection. Brought to you by Florida's Great Northwest. The deadline to submit your application is October 6th. Don't delay. Apply now at floridasgreatnorthwest.com. That's floridasgreatnorthwest.com. When you listen to News Radio 923 on Sundays, you get Christian Outlook at 7. Ask the Preacher at 8. Town Hall Review Fox News Sundays a weekend. Check it out. And Gun Talk at 8.
0: We were gonna talk about palm trees, why palm trees survive. If you see all the videos from any hurricane, but especially this some um, This one was one awful in, in, you know, down in South Florida. You notice the palm trees just the foliage is just going at right angles from the tree, really kind of parallel to the ground. And so uh, I kinda wanted to see what the experts said, why the palm trees survived when so many of the other trees don't like here you mm-hmm. know, when we had ivan for example even the oak trees fell they over. sure did the river birch one of my favorite trees would snap into short leaf pines forget them there's not even any of those left we just got nailed so why why do the palm trees why why do they why do they last okay and, and here's what they said we may have to follow up on this as we after our break here um palm trees have got um, a lot of short roots that spread across the upper level of the soil, um, and that really secures that palm tree in the soil. And what it amounts to, quite frankly, is those roots act like an anchor, so the wind obviously isn't going to shove it over, whereas uh, oak tree um, has got some strong roots, but nothing like the roots that are on that palm tree. So anyway, rambling roots is the first reason. The second one is what they call a wiry trunk. Um, oak trees grow in, for lack of a better word, wiry patterns with these rings, which are kind of hollow cylinders inside each other. And that is one reason some of our trees fall over. Well, the stem of a palm tree is like a, a telephone cable, a computer cable, if you will. And so it just has a resistance insofar as, as breaking. Um And finally, on the branches, these branches are very wide-spreading, and um, these huge leaves just give you a nice canopy. But when the wind comes, they fold up, and the wind blows them so it doesn't create a canopy. Because this is what we've always talked about in Pensacola, for example, um, our trees, like oak trees. Mm -hmm. That's why on the garden line, we've always recommended every couple of years, have them thinned out a little bit so it doesn't act like the sail on a sailboat. Well, that palm tree, those palm fronds, if you will, know, they fold up and they don't catch the wind, mm-hmm. whereas so many of the other trees do.
1: That's true. Yeah, it blows so right through there. That is
0: one reason. Um, one other expert says one reason that the palm trees survived was that over the millions of years they've been around, they've just adapted. You That's just great. adapted to hurricanes. Makes sense. Um, especially down in South Florida.
3: Steve? That's the palm
1: tree story. Steve, what do you have coming up in the news?
3: Well, the Escambia County Sheriff's Office is asking for help. We'll talk about that after Fox News.
4: Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Russia's defense chief says more than 200,000 reservists have been called up in the last two weeks to fight in Ukraine. That mobilization is tens of thousands of men fleeing uh, Russia, and Ukrainian troops are retaking more territory claimed by Russian President Vladimir Putin. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby on Fox.
2: What uh, Mr. Putin's trying to do is he's trying to gain some sort of political foothold where he knows he can't hold a military uh, presence for very long. The Ukrainians have been
1: on the offense, not just there in the Northeast, but certainly in the South. They're making some incremental gains.
2: The Russian
4: annexation as Ukraine's President Zelensky formally ruling out peace talks. Georgia Republican Senate candidate Herschel Walker has said he's anti-abortion with no exceptions and now denies paying for a girlfriend's abortion in 2009. It is a flat out lie. Walker on Fox says about the woman's $700 check and get well card from him. He's generous with money and writes a lot of get well cards. He says he'll sue the Daily Beast website over the story. America's listening to Fox News.
3: Good morning. It's 931, 68 degrees and sunny in Pensacola. I'm Steve Taylor for News Radio 92.3. The Escambia County Sheriff's Office is asking help to identify those involved in the shooting at the Belleville Ballpark on Saturday.
4: This affects our children. This affects our communities. And we collectively and individually are not going to tolerate it. We're not going to stop until we get to people. We have information. We think we know who's who's done this, so we got a head start. If you have a video, if you have information, if you have eyewitness testimony, call
2: us and let us know
3: scaambi County chair uh, Sheriff Chip Simmons says it started with an altercation involving a group of six to ten people shortly after that two of them returned with guns and wearing masks which led to a shootout and 22 year old Karderrick teamer were being killed another man was injured and is suspected to survive early this morning Sheriff Chip Simmons told news radio there was a disagreement an altercation an argument a fight whatever you want to call
0: it prior to this and the individuals that are involved in that left and then came back that's what we believe happened so um you know someone may not have had a video of the actual shooting but they may have had a video or they may have knowledge as to the individuals that
4: are involved and so that's what we're we we should make sure people understand um, that they may have captured something even if they don't believe that they did
3: Escambia County is offering grief counseling for anyone affected by the shooting, which will be available for free at the Wedgwood Community Center tomorrow night. Channel 3 reports one person is dead after an officer involved shooting this morning in Escambia County. It happened about 5.30 a.m. in the area of Grieve Road and Payne Road in the Navy Point area. The call originally went out to dispatch as an armed disturbance. According to the Sheriff's Office, the unidentified suspect is dead and deputies were not injured. The Escambia County Sheriff's Office and Florida Department of Law enforcement is on the scene and they'll take over the investigation. No further details were released. Fort Walton Beach police are looking for a 17-year-old boy they say was seen on video pointing an AR-15-style rifle at a camera and making threats to harm someone. An arrest warrant's been obtained for Grant Garin, 17 years old, for written or electronic threats to kill, do bodily harm, or conduct a mass shooting or an act of terrorism. Police say in the release that the AR-15 has been located and impounded. They're currently looking for Garen, anyone of the information on his location is asked to contact Fort Walton Beach Police Department. A Pensacola man's been arrested for allegedly shooting a man multiple times, then fleeing the scene in a FedEx truck. 28 year old Brandon White's facing several charges in the case. The shooting happened at Sable Palm Mobile Home Park on Patricia Drive. The arrest report says White was upset about text messages that had been exchanged between the men, and he says he had texted threats to the man before the shooting. Deputies say they found a FedEx truck and white at an apartment complex on burgess road the report shows a black pistol was found in the front seat of the truck let's check our forecast from channel three
2: this is meteorologist Burke Richardson with your first morning weather update. Beautiful
0: day out there with sunny skies, high near 82. Overnight tonight, temperatures will be dropping near 63. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News First Morning Weather team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Burke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Thanks,
3: Burke. It's 68 degrees in Pensacola. 67 in Gulf Breeze and 67 also in Milton at 935. Our next news is at 10. Breaking news anytime. I'm Steve Taylor, and you're listening to News Radio 92.3. Informative. Local. Dependable.
2: I'm Jennifer Kuczynko with your money now. The rally continues. The Dow Industrials up 728 at 30,219. The Nasdaq's up 350. The S&P 500 up 101. Hurricane Ian shaping up to be the costliest Florida hurricane since Andrew in 1992. Wind and storm surge damage in the state estimated between 28 and $47 billion, dollars according to preliminary estimates from CoreLogic. With that level of destruction, property owners are advised to make any claims to insurance quickly. Norwegian Cruise Line, one of the largest cruise lines in the world, says passengers are no longer required to show they're vaccinated against COVID, show the results of a test, or wear a mask. The new policy went into effect today. Norwegian cited significant positive progress in the public health environment. Apple Music about to cross a huge milestone offering its 100 millionth song on the streaming service. Every day, 20,000 singers and songwriters release music on the service. That's your Money Now.
0: I'm Ben Affleck, and I want to thank you for joining
2: me and supporting Paralyzed Veterans of America.
4: I joined the Navy to serve my country as a Navy SEAL while parachuting with my platoon My parachute didn't open. I broke my neck. It left me paralyzed. Paralyzed Veterans of America was by my side from that moment on. Since 1946, Paralyzed Veterans of America has kept a promise to our wounded veterans. We will never leave a fallen comrade
3: behind. Thanks to PVA, Paralyzed Veterans are getting specialized medical care and treatments. The benefits they've earned, the jobs they want and the accessible vehicles and homes they need.
4: I just don't think my family would be as happy as they are without the support that I received from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Our veterans fought for us. Let's fight for them.
3: To learn more, go to pva.org today. Local news
4: with News Radio's news team. Governor Ron DeSantis sticking to his promise to ship illegal immigrants to sanctuary cities in Democrat controlled states. The latest example, he sent two planes of immigrants to Martha's Vineyard, the vacation island in Massachusetts. Some local officials said they were caught off guard but welcomed the immigrants with open arms. On News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable.
1: It's News Radio ninety two three nine thirty seven. I'm Candy and sitting in for Jenna Barr this morning, and uh, we're doing Garden Line. We have Mike Wiggins. This is so cool. I get to work oh, with this you is today. So, so much fun. Um,
0: just let me follow up real quick on our little palm tree discussion. Yeah, let's talk palm trees. Very I found while I was looking into the palm trees and hurricanes, I found this article from the city of Miami. Um, now, Miami, of course, one of the first things that comes to your mind are Palm trees, I mean, it's kind of in the tropics, if you will. But they are reducing the number of palm trees in Miami because they say it's better if we're going to have climate change to have trees other than palm trees because of the shade and the amount of um, just way they contribute to the environment. They um, Right now they have 55% of their trees are palm trees, and they're going to reduce that to um 25
1: that's interesting now now and they're having
0: a huge political discussion about this because a lot of people say no 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 you know palm trees that's us you know we're Miami we are palm trees It's what our visitors want to see but with climate change they say that um that the oak trees for example um remove so much of ozone from the environment and um, it saves energy, kilowatt hours, and by shading, air conditioning units, that type of thing. All kind of reasons why they want to go to other trees. But they're, um, they're having a big discussion down there about replacing those uh, palm trees. Now, they say what they're not going to do is dig up the palm trees and haul them off and plant something else. Oh, okay. But as they plant trees on their capital projects, they're going to put other trees in there other than palm trees. And it's very interesting because that's kind of, to me, is just the opposite. Of what you would think that they would do in Miami
1: Beach. Well, especially Miami, considering <laughs> yeah, that the trees would yeah. stay there during, you know, high wind things, which they are susceptible to well, all the time. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: absolutely. Wow. Anyway, so interesting. Um, Candy, one other thing we need to talk <laughs> about. This uh, has a little bit to do with the county extension we were talking earlier. There is a, um, a big survey that is going on um, insofar as citrus is concerned. Now, these are not citrus growers, people Mm -hmm. who grow and sell and make a profit off of it. These are residential homeowners who grow, have some citrus trees. And um, they want to talk to people who have those citrus trees, in other words, in order so they can best make recommendations for pest control and that type of thing so my recommendation is if you're interested in doing that and talking to the state about that call the escambia county extension service up off stefani road and if you're up there for that special event right right you know so ask the right. question say mm-hmm. you know I, I don't mind a bit i'd be glad to take the survey so you can know um, where these tr- um, citrus trees are and um, what type do you have and how you take care of them and um and Learn a little bit more about the citrus tree. So, this is a citrus survey for homeowners, and um, I would talk to the county extension service about that because um, it's kind of fun.
1: That's right, yeah, yeah. I, know, oh, I love growing citrus. I I'm the one I have grown. Um, help, my Drake elm has leaned over from the storm. She's young, maybe 15 or so feet, planted in the winter after Sally, ground spongy around the trunk. I can move her back and forth. Help.
0: I'm, <laughs> that's a great question especially after hurricane especially after sally um, is a tree that's leaning now this one she says it's 15 feet
1: yep 15 feet okay let me tell you what i did
0: about i had a big lagustrum tree Now that's different than the drake elm but it's the same principle in that it just leaned over it didn't fall down it just leaned over i got a little come along and attached it to it and pulled it um so it was straight Mm -hmm. and kind of backfilled with soil and left it there for almost a month just you know being held up by this come along um, and, and straighten it up and it helped it helped um, we had another big wind come in it wasn't a hurricane it wasn't even a tropical storm just a big you know windy at time and um, it leaned a little bit more but never went all the way back to where it was so you may have to do it again that's all you can do is try to straighten them back up. Now, if it's a smaller tree, you can stake it. You can just put a stake in the ground. But if it's a big tree, um, say 15 foot with right. a, maybe a four to five inch caliper um, diameter of trunk, then you might have to get you a little come along and, straighten
1: pull, it it up, and pull it back and pull it back. But
0: yeah, that's what that's all you can be able to do is try to straighten it up. That's a real problem, um, especially with them. Um, I know with Sally, a lot of trees were or leaning over but uh, like i say you could get you um, a good sturdy stake if if it's not too big and stake it up and, and leave that there golly for a season or so then you probably could take it off until those roots regrow and and this whole thing but you're gonna have to backfill with a little bit of soil when you pull it back and um, to keep it
1: straight Okay, and we have another. It's so funny when you started. We said, "What are we going to talk about?" And we get all these texts. And you can always text if you have a gardening question. Four three seven sixteen twenty. Again, we are News Radio ninety two three with Mike Wiggins, of course, for Garden Line. How do you trim back elephant ears?
0: Okay, okay, this is that's a great question. I am. Um, I have two types of elephant ears. One is, and it's hard to describe on the radio. I need a picture. Right. <laughs> um, I'm, 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 One is a traditional elephant ear Mm -hmm. that kind of droops over a little bit. Mm -hmm. The other one I bought because I wanted a different look is one that grows kind of straight up. The the big leaves are almost, oh, golly, perpendicular to the ground. I have found that this time of year, especially as dry as it is right now, if you're not getting enough water, they're just simply going to go downhill. And as we get into cold weather, they're going to die back. Now, this goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. I cut mine all the way back to the ground, all the way back, and they come back every every year. And every year I say, they're not coming back this year. I'm going to have to replant them. I've got this great source that we've talked about on the Garden Line Mm -hmm. where you can buy um, elephant ears. It's called Caladiums Florida. It's a South Florida company. They sell caladiums and elephant ears, and they have both of those varieties. And so... Um, and I have found my traditional elephant ears right now look pretty sad. Mm-hmm. Even though they get some water from the sprinkler system, they just are gradually going into the win- their winter look. The so other ones are looking <laughs> pretty good. Oh, okay. They're looking pretty good, so you might want to look into that. I don't know the exact scientific name. I just know the ones that grow straight up. and <laughs> then Right, I right. <laughs> lean over. But, I know what you mean. But man. you might want to look into that because that has really worked for me, and I love that look.
3: And mm-hmm. it's, you know,
0: a little bit of a tropical look, mm-hmm. you know, especially if you've got a, a corner area and you can almost fill that corner, then put some blooming plants in front of it. And it, it really makes for an attractive planting and kind of gives it a, that tropical look, but. My traditional elephant ears are looking pretty sad right now. And so what I will end up doing when all the leaves are browned out, I will just snip them back and just wait till next year. And they have come back every year for years and years and years.
1: We've snipped them, too, because we have cats, and sometimes they'll fight and, you know, one will knock one over. And I remember trying to break it with my hand, and the stuff that gets on you from the elephant ear, it itches and hurts. Sandy, that (laughs) – uh, that is,
0: uh, Candy. That is a great observation. Cause that is absolutely true. Oh, man. I always put on gloves and yeah, I get my long. Yeah, I, I do now. I don't want to yeah. get that. You know, it's just goo. It's
1: just, well, it doesn't feel like it's gonna. It's an elephant ear. What's it gonna yeah. do? And you're like, oh, I'm dying on my hands. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but we've trimmed. And I learned yeah. that like I could trim these sons well, yeah. of guns, and they oh, they're yeah, all man, back. Man. So I've got, I've
0: got one where I do have one. I've got the squirrels. on um, sure. Right. Oh, it's sure. To a fence, and the squirrels will jump on it and then jump onto the ground. So they'll trash some of those leaves. Oh, so sure. Even during the year, <laughs> yeah. I'll, just, I'll just snip them off because and, right. and, um, there's plenty of them, and they're not, you know, it still looks good. So, That's all right. right, long story short, um, I would just wait until, you know, as we get into the fall and the winter and they start dying back, you can just cut them all the way back, and they'll come back.
1: That's right, yeah, whether you want them to or not. <laughs> like a banana plant,
0: kind of like a banana plant.
1: Oh, those know? come back too.
0: Well, banana plants will come back too if you cut them way back down, mm-hmm. way back down, if you have a cold. But people who've called on the garden line, remember, remember this discussion. If you're going to have bananas on a banana plant, you've got to have 24 months of growth. In other words, you can't have that winter freeze. You've got to either protect it in the winter or we don't have a winter. Yeah, right. And, you know, and we've had <laughs> years true. like that, too. Somebody texted. Um, it, it
1: says alacasia are the ones that look like arrows. Okay. alocasia Yeah. Thank I, and you then, very much for that. And I, then um, cold I acacia look like ears.
0: Very, that's a great way wow. to describe it. Thank you very much. Yes. That's that's good. But I sure I sure do <laughs> like. Thanks, the, I sure do like the um the one that looks like arrows. Yeah, and they seem I, to grow better. Just, and, and I just think the color is better. It's just a deeper green. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just me. Maybe maybe where I've got it, it's getting more water than the other ones. But insofar as its look, if you take a picture of it right now, there's absolutely no question which one I prefer. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Well, we'll return. We are on Garden Line. It's 947 News Radio 923 We're with Mike Wiggins, and we'll return right after this.
4: It's that time of year again. First City Arts Center's 16th annual Pumpkin Patch will be at Wahoo Stadium Saturday, October 8th. This is their largest annual fundraiser featuring 6,000 glass and ceramic pumpkins made by local artists. Pumpkin prices begin at $20 and come with a wide variety of colors, shapes, and sizes, and your purchases will directly support local artists and First City Arts Center. Visit firstcityartscenter.org for more information and how you can find them on Facebook. It's that time of year again to have your home or business prepared as best you can for possible storms or power outages. Natural gas energy is the most reliable source against what Mother Nature can bring. Gulf Breeze Natural Gas has been servicing Gulf Breeze and Pensacola Beach for over four decades. If you live or work in this district, please visit gulfbreezenaturalgas.com and learn how you can connect to natural gas energy. Gulf Breeze Natural Gas. Your style, your comfort, your energy.
2: (coughs) When a cold comes on strong, knock it out with Vicks Dayquil Severe for max strength daytime relief. Just one dose of Vicks Dayquil Severe starts to relieve nine of your worst cold and flu symptoms to help take you from nine to none. Power through your day with Vicks Dayquil Severe, the daytime non-drowsy, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, nine to none medicine. Use as directed.
4: Ever have one of those awkward moments when a business disappointed you? You got ripped off? Didn't get what you expected? The Better Business Bureau can help you avoid these uncomfortable situations. BBB-accredited businesses are honest, ethical, and reviewed annually by the BBB. Don't experience another awkward moment with a bad business. Trust the ones that operate with integrity. Look for the BBB seal. It's the sign of a better business. And find a better business anytime at BBB.org. Listen to News Radio on air at 92.3 FM, 95.3 FM, AM 1620, and online at NewsRadio923.com. Download our mobile app or listen through Alexa.
1: I love this song by everybody that performs it. <laughs> This is the Aretha Franklin version, yeah, but Aretha yes. The, yeah, now, Warwick Dionne Warwick is my favorite version. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was her song. Burt Bacharach, I think. Yeah, yeah. we may have to play more. I'm saying, man, I know. Oh, man. Stay that out, Jenna. Kidding. I'm just kidding. She texted. She's doing better. Oh, good. So, yeah, oh, she says hello, great. and she How misses miss everybody, and we yeah, we do. Her. more The listeners more than anybody, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. Katie Cullerton. I'm just sitting in for Jenna Barr today, and we're with Mike Wiggins, of course, with Garden Line. And you're doing a great job. Oh, yeah, Thank I know. You. I'm Thank not you crying this show. time. You're doing good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. Um, uh, we got an inter- interesting comment that I'm going to have to plead a little bit of ignorance, with we go. hard for me to do. A caller said, and just left a message said that the palm trees are not a tree. It's a grass. Um, Interesting. I'm going to do a little research on that. And that may technically be right, but I don't think over the years I've never heard that palm trees themselves are grass. It's maybe a a monocot type thing. But for the most part, I think most of us are going to say a palm tree is a
1: palm tree. You can go to buy but, the But tree. That's great. But I that's appreciate maybe. the call
0: because I am going to do a little research on that. I have a funny feeling that the caller is correct. <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty adamant <laughs> about that. People who listen to the here, garden sure. line know what they're saying. Right. I'll that's tell you right that's so and true. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate the call because that's the kind of thing we, just that's how we learn.
1: That's right. Hey, that's learn. true. Oh. Exactly. I mean, I'm going to go plant a whole bunch of palm grass. <laughs> <That's
2: so weird. laughs> exactly. Oh, your palm grass is falling exactly. over, Candy. I went,
0: I went back to my article during the break to see.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: To just say,
0: double check? <laughs> yeah, the, guy, the headline was How Do Palm Trees Survive Hurricanes? Right, which is very
1: interesting. And if you missed it earlier, I mean, would you go through it just a little bit again? Uh, about palm trees yeah and, and pa-
0: the palm trees have um the trunks are different it's a kind of wiry mm-hmm. roots are very different insofar as they send out they kind of anchor the tree but i think more important is the f- palm fronds um, when the wind blows you know they literally it's like a feather sure. i guess that's, that's a, great, that's a great way to say it's it, kind of, it yeah. like a feather mm-hmm. they kind of fold up and flow with the wind and then they just you know sit back up now you get hurricane like we just had mm-hmm. i'm gonna tell you right now they lost some palm trees there's no for doubt sure. about it it's just the way it is but for the most part i think if you had to name the one tree i'm gonna, I'm gonna go against mm-hmm. fall into the grass the one tree that would survive um, a very strong hurricane it would be the palms
1: that's interesting and we were talking about that earlier yeah exactly. with hurricane any hurricane sometimes you still see the palms uh, still yeah. sitting there and that's exactly. great but you
0: know you see all the, every time you see the pictures of those palms with those palm fronds just as i say they're just blowing parallel to the ground and um, you say how can they survive that but they do
1: they Uh, do we got a text and it says so botanically speaking of course everybody's here we go go. (laughs) and thank you by the way it keeps these texts coming uh palms are big grass however when discussing plants in the landscape many palms are rather tall so they're designated as trees to separate them from shrubs and ground covers
0: interesting yes interesting
1: that's from Jess and Chase.
0: Well, Jess and Chase, thank you very much for that. <laughs> sure. Um, you have, you know, I, I will tell you one thing about mm-hmm. horticulture. It really is interesting, Candy, is there's so much information to know. Right. Nobody knows it all, I'll tell you right now. But when we have listeners like this who can, absolutely you know, straighten sure. us out or give us more information, is a better way to put it, um, I, I really appreciate that. Oh. I really do. So thank you jess and
2: pace
1: Uh uh-huh jess and chase oh that's that's what it's listed down as the text
0: oh
2: that's where it came from yeah whatever (laughs) thank you thank you very much anyway very very
0: interesting so now we know palm trees are really grass that's it Uh, and uh,
1: we will come back it is 954 news radio 92 3 it's garden line with mike wiggins
4: Attention hunters, it's time to get better results for your food plots, and Barnes Feed Store has what you need to help make your hunting season a success. If you have soil sample results, bring it in and they'll point you in the right direction. Get your bags of pre-mixed seeds or single seeds, deer protein, rice bran, deer candy, and your headquarters for Pennington Rackmaster. Get your food plots right this year. Get over to Barnes Feed Store, a proud Pensacola tradition for over 65 years, in Ensley Old Palafox, and in Molino on Highway 29.
3: This hurricane season, be prepared by getting your roof inspected, repaired, or replaced by a local professional. Keith Walther Roofing, a name that has been trusted within our community for decades. Attention to detail is one of their highest priorities, and every step of the project is carefully planned and executed to ensure that the roof over your head is protected. They offer full-spectrum roofing solutions, including free consultations and financing. Find Keith Walther Roofing on Facebook or call 850-970-0005
4: it's not uncommon to have questions when it comes to finding insurance coverage that's where health markets insurance agency can help our licensed insurance agents are here every step of the way to help you find the insurance coverage that's right for you whether you're looking for health life medicare or supplemental plans you can trust health markets to navigate you through the process speak to a local agent today call rusty condra at 850-905-8316 Health Markets Insurance Agency, Inc. is licensed as an insurance agency in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. Service and product availability varies.
2: You know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair of Swan Capital, Saturdays at 1 to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do all the things you've dreamt about doing in retirement. Don't miss What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair, Saturdays at 1. 1 firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Swan Capital LLC.
4: The Dave Ramsey Show, 1 to 4, before Pensacola right now with Bobby Rossi on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable.
1: Mr. Mayor, name that tune.
0: Oh, my goodness. You, you are on. Danny. You, your songs are going to go on our CD. I'm saying they're going
1: to make their own CD of their music at CCR.
0: Oh, <laughs> man. That. Okay, i, I got to say one yeah, thing yeah, sure. to follow up on the palm tree being a grass. Okay. Okay, crepe myrtle is what? I would say it's a tree. It's a tree. I don't believe it really is a tree. I think technically it's a shrub that we prune up to be I was gonna say tree. they grow like twenty feet tall. I know, I know. But I am, <laughs> over the years, the experts have told me, now my crape myrtle is really a tree. And one one way you can really tell is if you have a crepe myrtle and you don't do anything to it, all you get all that growth coming up from the bottom. You are right. And and it'll just kind of fill in and will just be a, a shrub, albeit a big shrub. Right. <laughs> but um <laughs> I, I am, over the years um kind of indicated um, on the garden line and otherwise mm-hmm. that a crepe myrtle is really a shrub on um, this that's the growth habit it would have if you left it all by itself that's right
1: unless you pay a landscaper but then it's all, a tree When trees right we're
0: talking about trees we um, put crepe myrtle in that category that's so true. so that's that's just kind of a follow-up on the the grass the palm mm-hmm grass
1: <laughs> gosh those crepe myrtles or are something aren't they
0: oh they and it's are. true if
1: you just leave them it's like oh great oh, that's
0: right okay that's, i'm glad you brought that up i wish we had another hour candy same um the um the crepe myrtle don't forget now don't cut them back too soon um a lot of we had a question last sure. week about i wouldn't cut them back i think january and february is the better time to cut them back let them go dormant let them lose all their leaves and then you can cut them back but don't create what we always call you ready for this one? Mm-hmm. Because you know this better than I do. Crepe murder. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. Candy, because what's that? You just, if you've if if you if you got a crepe murder, I'm looking. Candy. I'm hope sorry. No, I'm, I'm
1: living. Oh my gosh, that's so funny, crepe okay. murder.
0: Okay. okay, the crepe murder out there in the parking lot is mm-hmm. about 15 feet tall. Maybe. Right. Maybe a little bit taller than that. Let's say 20 feet. Well, i say 15, 20, whatever. You cut that thing back down to about Five feet, five to six feet, it's going to send up a little, a lot of little bitty shoots. They call that the witch's broom, mm-hmm. and you don't want that. That's very unattractive, and you just don't want to do that. You want they're going to bloom on new growth, so cut back that all that new growth this year, maybe back about fifty um, percent or so. Wow! But that's another day. That's uh, right That's what we're going to do in January and February.